Okay, I have to say, I have a really strange interpretation of this passage that I believe is 100% right, and if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Um, but it kind of deals with confession. So maybe I'll start with confession. Is that, and now I apologize, I apologize for being a little negative, but, and I've only been up here a couple months, right? So I'm fairly new. But Northern Idaho has what I consider an incomplete theology of confession. Because when you go to confession, your sins are forgiven, right? But that's only half the deal. The deal of confession, like Jesus mentions many ways sins are forgiven. Fasting, almsgiving, the Eucharist. The deal with confession is, yes, Christ will forgive all your sins. But when the prayer of absolution is given, and this is a consecratory act, you're con you are being consecrated to you who ask for forgiveness, you are being consecrated to be this force of forgiveness in other people's lives. So why I say it's incomplete is just having listened to a lot of confessions up here. People seem to go to confession to have their sins forgiven, but don't really realize there's a deal with it. You must pass that forgiveness on for other people. And think of it, I hate to say this, think of it, it's like the Eucharist. You know, uh, St. Paul at one point chews out the Corinthians because they do celebrate the Eucharist, but they receive the Eucharist, but they don't take care of the poor or love other people. And Paul, in this fury, says, if you do that, you eat the, you eat the body of Christ unworthily and eat damnation. Like, you're desecrating the Eucharist, not by having the wrong vestments or, you know, wrong liturgy. You desecrate the Eucharist because you're not pushing it forward to love other people. And I think you kind of desecrate the sacrament of confession by not offering forgiveness to others. So um, the same way we can take bread and wine and consecrate it into the body and blood of Christ, Christ can take sin and consecrate it into compassion for other people. But it's not really, to me, kind of desecrates. If you just think, well, it's just about you getting a uh, get-out-of-hell card. Um, it's actually about you becoming something. So back to the parable. So think of, it, think of this with the parable. This guy owes a huge amount. Actually, it's um, so much it would take several lifetimes to pay off. This huge, impossible amount. It would take a, a dozen lifetimes to pay off. So he can't pay it back. He throws himself on the mercy, mercy of the master, God. And God says, oh, I'll forgive it. So he's forgiven. He has his debt forgiven. But then he goes out and is harsh with somebody else who has a mere fraction. You heard the story. Um, and here's a part that's stunning. When the master finds out, the master says, oh, I forgave you your debts. You were supposed to forgive others and throws the guy in prison. At that point, you should say, wait a minute, I, I thought you said my sins were forgiven. The debt was canceled. It's canceled if you forgive other people. Does that make sense? Um, so when you go to confession, yes, your sins are forgiven, but you're morally obligated to be this force of forgiveness to other people. Um, and is a, here's my interpretation. 
because some people say, well, see, the guy ended up in hell even though he had his sins forgiven because he didn't pass it forward. This is my interpretation. I don't think he's in hell because for two reasons. One, the master said, oh, uh, I'm going to throw you in prison um, until every penny is paid out, until everything you owe. Now, if you're in hell, you're never getting out of hell. No, no offense. You really want to avoid that one. Um, there is no redemption from hell, but this guy can be redeemed. So that's why I think it's purgatory. Does that make sense? And the guy's still in the, the master's kingdom. So that would be purgatory, not hell. Does that make any sense? Uh, okay, so back to my point. My point, in case you didn't fall asleep, is um, to take confession serious. It's not about you getting your sins forgiven. It's about you being consecrated to the, this force of forgiveness in the world. And the master warns, if you don't pass the forgiveness on, you'll be held you'll have to pay back every penny for everything you refuse to forgive about other people. I really should scare your pants off. Um, no, you want to. And what the world needs is more forgiveness. And I think, the, like, politically, I mean politically, the world needs forgiveness. Look at South Africa. South Africa, after apartheid, how were they able to rebuild their community? They did this truth and reconciliation where the whole country participated in truth, but also how to forgive the wounds of the past. Otherwise, we'll always be tearing each other apart. Um, and that's my problem with Facebook and political posts. Like, we are so extreme politically, there's no room for forgiveness. And like Facebook, they keep sending you these political articles, left or right, just to gin up your anger. What if you believed in forgiveness? That, ah, God will forgive my sins as long as I'm willing to be this force of forgiveness in the world. I think it really would help make this country a better place. So my warning is this, don't go to confession if you're going to desecrate, desecrate it by thinking it's just me getting my sins forgiven. Yes, your sins are being forgiven, but then you're making this vow to be this force of forgiveness in the world. Otherwise. You'll be spending a lot of time in purgatory. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.